The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode 572. Woof, not wasting any time there, Wolfie. Getting all right. Well, here, here. Let's waste time by not knowing how to uh, how to uh, move our bodies through a doorway as we uh, continue on walking west in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3 here on Thursday, March seventeenth, twenty sixteen, episode five seventy two. Like I mentioned, we're up to twenty four thousand three hundred eighty eight dollars and sixty nine cents. Raised for our Child's Play charity fundraiser this season, season six. Trying to raise $60,000. Hey, that's a creeper. <laughs> I saw, I seen it out the corner of my eye. All right, you, you, you crazy camouflage dude. Yeah, you're, you're still there. Uh, oh, wow. All right. <laughs> so much for getting an early start. But uh, yeah, we are, we are up to 24388. If we get to $30,000 before the end of the month, before the end of March, then Farlands Bus Fridays will continue beyond March into April and perhaps onwards for the remainder of the season, why don't we say? Yeah, let's say that. I'm, I'm raising the stakes. The stakes have been raised, raised up. And, uh, yeah, so farlandsbus.com, donate to Child's Play Charity. This looks like there would be a very perfect space for a spawner beneath here, does it not? Or does it not? Uh, it does not. I don't hear anything, so I'm assuming it's not a spawner. But, yeah, farlandsbus.com, donate to Child's Play Charity. You're getting toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. Get us to $30,000 by the end of the month, and Farlands Bus Fridays, live recorded on twitch.tv slash Episodes of Farlands Bust uh, for the foreseeable future. And I want to thank a very generous anonymous donor for donating $300. Didn't have a question, didn't leave a name, but they just said they wanted to to, to emphasize and get us closer to that $30,000 uh, mid-halfway 50% goal uh, for the continuation of Flob Friday. So everybody, be like that person. Be like that person and donate and ask a question, why don't you, as well. And uh, we'll have more things to talk about here. But yes, Farlands Bust, as we are continuing on, I just checked right before we loaded up the world here, and uh, our world save file just surpassed 21 gigabytes. 21 gigabytes of walking in one direction continually for the past five years. That, that'll do it for you. That'll do it. That's probably... Yeah, that's a spawner, all right. Is it? Or it's just a bunch of dudes hanging out in the pool. <laughs> Nothing? Really? I guess it's just a... It's just a, a spa day for these guys. Alright, well, continuing on. Um, what was I gonna say? I was I was gonna say something. Uh, oh yeah, I'm having some uh, some. Uh, well, as you know, as I mentioned, got the new monitor. Yeah, I'm now playing. Uh, not in game mode. I'm kind of keeping with a standard mode. I do need to maybe up the saturation or something to the colors a little bit. Things are a little bit muted. 
Uh, perhaps I got to run through a calibration stuff, but uh, but yeah, I fixed the. You guys couldn't see it, but I fixed the ghosting. What that was actually, uh, I suppose, if you're looking for a monitor, this the Dell 24, or I'm sorry, U 2415, I think, uh, is, is is a really good monitor. But it has a kind of like an overdrive, a a fast rep- response rate. The standard response rate is 8 milliseconds. It has a fast response rate mode. 6. Once I disabled that, once I disabled that, then the ghosting disappeared. I don't know what that means. Uh, so, hot tip for you. Don't don't use that fast uh, response rate if you don't want the ghosting. At least in Minecraft or, or uh, images with hard edges, contrasts like this has. Uh, regardless, 8 milliseconds which I know is slow. If so you're like into super duper FPS MLG gaming, you're looking at like two milliseconds in a TN panel or something. Uh, it's actually still quite fast because that first generation monitor that I have, remember I mentioned that? the I don't know if it's the first generation, but the early generation uh, IPS monitor that I have has a response rate of like 24 milliseconds. So that's what I've been playing video games on uh, ever since... Uh, the, the dawn of time, the dawn of the channel, at least, even. So, it's still an improvement, a vast improvement indeed. Mm, so yeah, that was that was the thing. So I gotta do some calibration. I'm running into a problem. Uh, here's the thing. I, I, I have a, a, uh, a GTX 970 graphics card. I'm using all the outputs. Uh, I've got... That's another weird thing I didn't realize. Uh, apparently DVI is no longer a thing that people use anymore. Uh, this monitor has no DVI inputs. It's all uh, display. What is it called? Display port. Uh, actually, there's one display port and then one mini display port. I'm very happy that it, they included a mini display port because I didn't have one of those cables. Uh, so yeah, it's all that, which is weird. But but anyway, the the graphics card I have has two DVI outs, uh, a display port. And a HDMI. I'm using all of those because I'm powering this monitor, the other monitor, the vertical monitor, and my 32-inch television that I've got kind of the racing and uh, Xbox set up to. What I'd like to do is clone. Instead of having them all as their own separate screens, I'd like to clone uh, either my main monitor or one of these other ones to the TV because what I prefer to do is play games in windowed mode, but obviously on the TV it's a 1080p TV and I can only play those games in full screen mode over there. I'd like to be able to clone one of my 1920 by 1200 monitors over to there and then just crop off the top and bottom of that extra, you know, 180 pixels or whatever. That way I can have the window open of the video game on my main monitor but then just have it positioned just just thusly, so it, it, it appears to be full screen on the uh, on the uh, on the TV. That's proving to be more difficult than I anticipated. Uh, apparently, mo- whoa, hey, I, I kind of want that modern televisions. Oh, I also need wood. I need wood. Uh, let's chop down a tree at some near juncture here. Apparently, uh, televisions. Uh, when you give them a digital signal, they're like, well, I know what to do with this, and you have no options whatsoever. So all of the, you know, scaling and zoom options uh, are gone from, from the actual television. Uh, I'm trying, I'm fighting. 
tooth and nail with the uh, the NVIDIA control panel to try to get that to do it. That is refusing to do it as well. There might... I, I started to mess with something. Uh, there might be something I can do with that that I found, but I have yet to, to implement it. I'm like, I gotta get to work. <laughs> I've got to I've gotta record some episodes here. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if, if, if any of you have like a experience with that uh, to let me know what's up with that. The The problem is, I'm, I, I keep having this weird problem where when I turn on my computer, uh, it keeps it keeps moving stuff around. Like, it keeps changing what my main monitor is. Uh, and, and, like, windows that I keep open, like my Twitch chat and, and uh, you know, my, my monitor, uh, my, my, my microphone monitor, level monitor, and, and, you know, windows I basically just keep open all the time. Uh, end up showing up on other screens, particularly they end up showing up on the TV for whatever reason, which is a screen that I never use unless I'm, you know, playing a video game on it. Uh, I don't know why, so I feel like that would be resolved if instead of having four monitors, I just clone one of the monitors over there. But the, the aspect ratio situation is a bit of a bit of an issue, I guess. But there's got there's got to be a way. I think... As a last resort, I could. I do have a DVI to HDMI cable. I could connect that to the television, and I think that would give me more scaling options because in that case, uh, the TV's like, oh, this isn't this isn't a normal HDMI. Ooh, perfect stack. This isn't a normal HDMI signal I'm getting, so maybe I'll give you more options to scale. Um, I don't know. But yeah, let me know if you have any... I might have figured out a solution by the time this episode goes up and by the time you get a chance to, to comment, but let me know. I don't know. I'd rather not find, like, another third-party helper program, but if something exists that makes that easy... I thought maybe it would be an option in Display Fusion, which I use, but it's not. Uh, it, it, Display Fusion is really just an extension of the Windows, um, you know, multi-monitor configuration system. So there isn't much I could do there. But yeah, I basically, I want to send my television a 1920 by 1200 signal. But I want it to uh, to just fit pixel perfect. You know, I don't want it to stretch. Uh, either it stretches and squeezes it. Uh, or it, it shows black bars on the left and right and maintains the aspect ratio. I don't want it to do neither. I just want one pixel to equal one pixel and then the remaining top and bottom pixels to just get cropped out. Uh, does that make sense? I want it to fit horizontally and then crop vertically. Am I, make, am I making the sense here? So, yeah, I don't know. Well, well that, that would really help a lot of problems. You might be wondering, oh, why we just play the games in full screen? Yeah, I could, and I have been, but as if you don't record and live stream a lot. Uh, and if you do, you would know that it's a lot easier to play a game in windowed mode. It doesn't make your screens all flash. Uh, it allows you easy access to just tab over and select other windows that you have open, your chat, your your DXtory, your, you know, whatever volumes that you need to adjust on the fly. It's really a lot more convenient. So I'm thinking that that would be a nice, a nice roundabout solution. Speaking of solutions... I'm tired. Let's solve that by going to sleep and continuing in the morning. And... Uh, aspect ratio-ness, I guess. I don't know. I was really, really hunting for something to say there. Whew, which way are we going? We're going west. 
to those far lands and, and let's answer some questions, some more questions from donors to Child's Play Charity. Farlandsabus.com is where they donated and in the comment field is where they entered a question that I will answer here. Just like Yaweasel. Yaweasel asks, I moved from the U.S. to Canada two years ago. Please briefly discuss American politics to validate my decision, or if you'd prefer not to. Uh, oh, and then there's like a completely different question that has absolutely nothing to do with anything. Um, I don't want to explain American politics, other than that they... I, I kind of mentioned this in last Friday's episode, Saturday's episode, when somebody asked me about Trump. Uh, it's It's a circus... A lot of people from Europe, when they when they hear about our campaigns and the duration at which they last, are really baffled. It's it's all it's all marketing and advertising, and, and now it's turning into reality showness and 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 kind of shock and awe sort of to gain attention. It's not good, and it needs ah phone ringing, phone ringing. That that I do not know that number. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just really confusing and annoying. And, and I mentioned before, it, they, you know, there's a reason. There's, there's a reason a lot of uh, members of the politics who, who stand to benefit from politics try to make and maintain a, a confusing and complicated and exhausting state of the elections. And that is so that uh, perhaps... It confuses you, the voter, and then uh, you have no say. <laughs> you know, it confuses you, it exhausts you, it frustrates you. Well, that's better if, if you just opt out of voting, because then that gives us more control, they say. Sort of. Uh, and then there are people who try to fix that, to try to make it better. But uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, like, I'm really confused. I thought I signed up for an early voting ballot uh, here in Arizona. I, I haven't received one or any notification of one. I got my, like, sample ballot, and they told me where I can vote. Um, but I don't know. I guess I just have to vote. On the 22nd is uh, Arizona's primary. This one is technically called uh, presidential preference. Because I think in Arizona, regardless of who the people vote for, the delegates can just pick whoever they want and give the votes to whoever they want, regardless of the results. This is kind of just an optional thing to get public opinion. Of course, if if they were to pick something completely opposite, uh, that might cause a bit of a brouhaha. But uh, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's it's different in every state, and it's confusing. And you got your Super Tuesdays one, two, and three, and Saturdays, and it's it's whatever. Uh, but that's beside the point. Your your actual question here, in case I wanted to opt out of the political question. If you could replace your skin pigment with chlorophyll, making you green but eliminating the need to eat, would you? Well, I still think plants need to eat. They still acquire certain nutrients from water and from the soils upon which they are planted. So I don't think uh, photosynthesis is the closed-loop system that you might be suggesting. Um, no, I mean, eating is all right. <laughs> I, 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 can, I can deal with eating, I suppose. 
I, I, I guess I don't really want to be green, I guess. I've already... <laughs> um, they would make me clash with some of my outfits. So, no, I'll I'll pass on becoming plant life, I, I think, is where I'll go with that one. We're not Kerbals here. But thank you, Yaweasel, for the donation in question. We can game if we want to, asks... How would your perception of the cosmos be changed if SETI or another uh, project or organization found convincing proof of the existence of intelligent alien life elsewhere in the Milky Way galaxy? I don't think my perception would change too much because I already kind of assume that that's probably the case. That's probably the case. Speci- at least life, definitely life, but it's probably the case that other intelligent life is out there somewhere. Maybe it's not, you know it would change a little bit. It'd be kind of it'd be confirmation of hope, I suppose, or of like just statistical. It's so huge, and there's so many stars with so many planets that it's just gotta you know it adds up. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if my personal world... You know, you always wonder. People always tend to say, oh, that finding life on another planet or finding intelligent life would change the world and and society forever. I don't know. I don't know. There have been some pretty amazing discoveries, scientific, historic, and otherwise, uh, that have gone largely ignored by the population as a whole. And uh, I'm not sure, you know. Oh, it'll it'll turn religions on their heads. I don't know that it would. They're pretty, uh, specifically the hardline ones, are pretty staunchly set in their 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 ways, and will find find a way to either dismiss or or work it into uh, their system of belief. I think. Um, I think perhaps you know discovery. Sure, contact. And if there's anything, you know, if communication could happen between another intelligent life form, that, that, that would, that I think would have a bigger impact than just saying, oh, that star, uh, 24,000 uh, light years away, uh, we noticed a planet and it has uh, life and, and uh, we can see or somehow detect that something is happening or they made a Dyson sphere or, or whatever. Um, but, but I don't, you know, I, I don't, be, you know, it, it's one thing to say, well, that's what we see, uh, can't do anything about it, can't visit them, can't talk to them, uh, so, um, yeah, it's until people can, can touch or feel or, or talk or communicate or, or, uh, you know, experience something that I think it really makes a big difference, simply saying that it's out there, it's kind of like, well, okay, uh, for the vast majority of people, there is obviously the space astronomy science community, uh, either people in that community or like aficionados like myself that would probably find that a lot more interest- interesting, excuse me, than the general population. But yeah, that's a good question. Let's go to a question from the anonymous donor. That's how they wanted to be known as the anonymous donor. Number one, having just gotten over the chicken pox, I was wondering about your... Wolfie? I was wondering 
about your experience with, whoops, with childhood diseases, quotes. I don't remember much about them. I got the chicken pox. Uh, I think I have a couple scars somewhere with them, but uh, yeah, I had the chicken pox. I don't remember if it was too terrible or not. I, I was really kind of pretty healthy, I guess. Um, my older sister ran into problems. She got asthma pretty bad, uh, like my mom has. Uh, I'm not sure if she ever had to go to the hospital for it, but she always had like the breathing treatments and the inhalers and stuff. I had a little bit of that. It was mostly brought about by either being sick or uh, too much uh, too much exercise. I would get really short of breath and, and long-winded, and they kind of attributed that to very mild asthma. Uh, but I never really had any serious, like... I, I, I got all my vaccines. I didn't end up with polio or, you know, anything like that. So I, I, the, the childhood diseases thing was was pretty rare and not really much of an issue with me. Uh, so, yeah, good luck Good luck with your chicken pox. Number two, how did, or how do you come up with the incentives for donating? Walking East, let's not talk about that. Kurt J. Tat, Flob Fridays. Do you have a list of things I might do or do they come to you on the spot? Yeah, you shouldn't give me too much. Oh, God! Oh, watch oh. ahead. Ow, that got me! That was a bank shot! That was a bank shot and a half. Did you hear that? He shot it like 20 seconds ago and then it went... <whistles> finally hit me. Alright, Wolfie. Wolfie, Wolfie, Wolfie. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna sit down here. He's angry. This is a very... Oh, there he is. Alright. Um, do I kill this guy? Oh, I think he died on his own. Oh my! Get my stops on. These guys take a lot of hits. Ha ha ha! I have been avenged myself. Oh, this literally goes nowhere. Thought it'd be a spawner or something. Ah, I hear a spider though. All right, let's uh, let's make an elevated hidey hole really quick here. Hopefully, because I killed the guy, Wolfie isn't mad anymore. Uh, that. And one, two. One, two. Alright. What was the question? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't... I don't have a list. I don't have spreadsheets of plans or schedules or ideas or anything. So these things really hit me pretty last minute. Um, let's go to sleep and uh, I'll finish my thought in the morning. And awakeness. What did that do to my armor? Yep, those started to take damage now. So yeah, I mean, I'll have an idea. I mean, I'll know that, oh, I need, I should probably do something here. The, the donations are kind of slow or oh, a milestone is coming up. So let's do something. Uh, I'll, I'll toss about some ideas in my head. And if one pops up, like, oh, let's continue Flob Fridays. Like, consider it for a while. I'm like, is that something I want to do? Yes, no, yes. And then, uh, really, the, the decision comes when I mention it in an episode. Once, once I do that, it's pretty uh, set in stone. So, yeah, I really don't uh, think about it too much <laughs> in general. It's kind of how I operate with everything, I guess. I, I don't really 
plan. You know, I don't have goals. Well, this is going to be season seven's. You know, I'm not even season seven isn't even a a, a, a moat of dust on a sunbeam uh, in my mind anymore or, or anything. So I don't even. I I don't plan is what I'm saying. I don't plan ahead at all. I'm very impulsive. Uh, and then and then I regret <laughs> very quickly. No, <laughs> oh man! But thank you very much, the anonymous donor, for your question. Mavance thirty or Mavank E thirty, perhaps he drives a BMW. Uh, asks, will you be on the East Coast for any conventions coming up? Why I will be. I mentioned in the last episode didn't I? That uh, I was looking back and forth and up and down about... Or no, was that during the stream? See, this is a problem with live streaming every day. Is I forget what I say during the live stream or what I say during a recorded episode. I, I was having uh, decisional issues with deciding how to get to PAX East, which is in Baston from the 23rd to the 25th of April, I think. That weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um... It's it's difficult now that I'm in Phoenix. We don't have daylight savings, so technically now we are on the same time as L.A. and the West Coast. So going, traveling east is pretty much an all-day endeavor. There are overnight flights. I've never done that with a domestic flight before. I'm not sure if that was a good idea or not. Uh, and then there's the flight that I do have, which leaves really early in the morning uh, and then gets late in the afternoon into Boston. Uh, but yeah, that uh, I'm doing that. I don't know if uh, I think word on the street is that Mindcrack and Nerd Fusion are going to do another combo booth again. Uh, there, uh, unfortunately, all the tickets are sold. You can normally find tickets uh, for Paxes, even though they're all sold out. Uh, I still wouldn't pay more than face value. If you do, then it's probably somebody trying to scam. But uh, but yeah, planning on having a booth. I'm not sure if uh, a, a excuse me if a a, a meetup is because I haven't the, the meetup in San Antonio worked because I had been there before I knew of that spot that existed for a good meetup uh, I know nothing I've never been to Boston I I know nothing of Pax East or the the area it is in or any sort of potential meetup type of stuff I'll try and, and hopefully. My time and the weather cooperates. Maybe we'll coordinate with other people. I mean, we do have the full Clutch City Dream Crushers team attending, and, and all the alternates as well. Uh, we got uh, Anasia, we've got uh, uh, Lofty and Fultron and Fabe are all going to be there. So, I mean, might, might just like combine and, and maybe do something with that if they know. They've been there more than I have, so maybe they know something I don't about a good place to do that. Uh, but yeah, that's the the only and ooh, and the the nearest East Coast travels I have planned. Careful, Wolfie! Careful, Wolfie! Careful, Wolfie! So if if you are planning also to attend, then then hopefully you are able to to stop by and and say hello. You Toxin asks, have you ever considered getting into ham radio? This isn't the first time this has been asked. Uh, a while ago it was asked. But, uh, no, I've never considered. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What What do you do with it? I mean, is it just about communicating with other people? I mean, I know you can with an amateur ham radio. Uh, you can contact and speak with the International Space Station. 
if you time it right as they're passing over they have a radio up there uh, whether or not they respond is another thing but i always see information or tweets about oh this uh, this person contacted the space station and they asked a few questions to the astronaut up there or whatever but no not really that is not ever is it just for like communicating or like do people go onto their ham radios and just like broadcast a radio show on on their channel or on their 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 outgoing channel <laughs> i don't even know what cha- are there channels their frequencies or whatever so yeah uh no i've never considered it i don't know anybody who's into that so i don't there's no point of entry for me woof wolfie agrees he's he's not tried ham radio either Disturbed Zero Angel asks, I seem to recall you mentioned in the past that Eidolon does not get a lot of views, but you keep playing it because you like it. Is that something you see expanding to other games you try? Only every single video I upload to YouTube nowadays, I guess, applies for that, not getting many views. I'll say this, every video game I've played on my channel... I've played it because either I, I enjoy it, and I know I enjoy it, or I think I enjoyed it. There have been games that I think I would enjoy that I know I, I stop enjoying. Uh, or, or alternately, like in the case of Tomb Raider, these, these Tomb Raider reboots, I know I'll enjoy making content for it. So maybe I don't enjoy the game, but I know I'll enjoy the commentary, making the commentary for it. Uh, specifically, the, the rise of the Tomb Raider, because I know... I kind of went into the the previous, the rebooted Tomb Raider, thinking oh, I might, I I I want to enjoy this. I hope I enjoy this, and then I ended up not enjoying it. Going into the Rise of the Tomb Raider, I knew I, it was probably going to be more of the same, but I I knew I could also just make it a good, a good commentary, snarky commentary series. So yeah, especially anymore, I rarely look at views. Which is also why you'll probably not be seeing me play the really popular hot games of the moment. You know, people like to get their early beta access, uh, or they get their press releases if they're a bigger channel, and they have embargoes, and then they publish their videos as the embargo expires, or as the video, or as the game goes uh, goes public, or whatever, to try to get in on those early views and, and cash in on the uh, the hype, the 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 new game that everybody wants to see people playing uh you know yeah i'm not going to be doing the division or 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 the next uh, whatever big big release game uh, i mean even something like uh no man's sky i know the pre orders are up but i'll you know and and there might be like oh release date everybody wants to start playing and uploading videos i'm i'm probably going to wait for that one just cuz i don't know that that's a big question mark whether or not that's even going to be a good game you know uh, similarly, you know, even with not even talking about AAA titles, you know, your your Ark survivals, your 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 Honeydew Valley or whatever the heck it's called, uh, you know, popular popular games that a lot of people are requesting. That simply because I don't think I'd enjoy it, I'm not going to play it just for the views or just for the the you know to capitalize on the hype. I guess I I have I'm a man of integrity and and of uh, low views. <laughs> <laughs> Those two things come hand in hand. <laughs> Sadness. No. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. We got two uh, similar questions here 
from Aaron and Dravir Sylvanus. I'll say your name different every single time. Aaron asks, you always ask for questions from us that you can answer, but what about the other way around? Do you have any questions you would like to ask your fans? Dravir asked, what would you like to ask me? These really kind of crossed me up. I don't know uh, what I would ask my fans. Because I don't care. No, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I have no idea. Because you're, I, don't, I don't see you as this anamorphous blob of just Kurt J. Mac fans. I know that you're all individual people with individual personalities and styles and likes and dislikes and uh, whatever. So I don't feel like just asking a question. You know, the only questions I could ask you as a whole would be like, analytical survey questions like, where did you hear about Kurt Mac? When did you first subscribe? Are you a patron? You know, it, that's the only sort of anonymous scattershot questions I could think of asking my fans, air quotes around my fans. Um, but, but yeah, personal, like a, a, a question, the type of question you would ask me for Farlands of Bust, I really, I can't seem to uh, grasp that and uh oops uh, or really come up with anything like and and similarly i get a little bit crossed up uh, is crossed up the wrong word it sounds like angry i'm getting cross with you no i, I get a little bit uh flustered with meetups speaking of meetups because there's there's inevitably moments where oh hi oh nice to meet you I'll sign your thing okay now we're all standing around like, I feel like everybody's waiting for me to prompt. Not that I'm, like, saying everybody's putting pressure on me, but, like, prompt to say something. So I'm kind of like, so, do you guys like stuff? <laughs> and I, I find it hard because I don't, I don't, I don't know what to ask. I mean, I, I will sometimes ask, I guess, the very basic, the very boring so what is what do you do for a living or how long have you been watching YouTube or what other channels blah 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 what's your favorite series um, so that that I think is kind of just my own poor social skills working there but uh, yeah that's kind of weird that you both asked that question relatively close to each other and and uh, not really weird that I don't really have a good answer for that because I, I have I have no idea I don't have a good question for that, I guess, is what I should say. That's what you're asking for. But, uh, yeah, that is going to do it here for episode 572 of the series. Don't forget that on Friday, I will be live streaming Saturday's episode, episode 573, on Twitch. And questions and donations that get made then get priority to be answered then so make sure to get your donations in for that and get us closer to $30,000 so the the flob friday thing continues that would be cool right guys it would be totally cool let's make another boat i'm running low on wood again uh and yeah farlandsbus.com is where you can donate uh help me out there well no don't help me out help out the kids for the kids at Child's Play Charity, through Child's Play Charity, and that cow. Do it for the cow! Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you 
the next time. And then it went... <laughs>